little while ago. Hey, hey, go fuck yourself. Get that guy out of here. This is shit. Welcome back to the Backyard Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Jay. I'm Bob. And this is episode 88. Episode Patrick Kane. 88 miles an hour. Episode Eric Lindros. When this thing hits 88 miles an hour, you're going to see some serious shit. (laughs) What was it? 98.21 gigawatts? Something like that? 21 point something gigawatts. Math. So, uh, Bob, what's up? Eh, Nothing much, man. It's uh, definitely warmer in here than last week. It is nice in here. Uh, currently 25 degrees compared to the, you know, 15 that was last week. 66. Yeah, it's nice it in here. Mario Lemieux degrees in this in this studio right now. Mario Lemieux. If he didn't get cancer, he would have gone down as the great one. The greatest. He, he would have been better than he Gretzky. Was, he's way better than Gretzky. Oh, so yeah. I, ha- da- I had that so argument dominant. with someone one day, and... Uh, it's hard to argue that because, you know, Gretzky had all those records. My my only answer was he dominated and had cancer. <laughs> yeah. He had <laughs> and, chemo and then came back. And, and then played. retired and then came back and played again. <laughs> that guy was insane. Dominant. And now has tons of money because he sold most of his controlling interest of Pittsburgh uh, to the Fenway Sports Group. So it's like, Jesus. Wow. Guy's smart. Wow. So, uh, we have a good show for you. I have a really good show. As usual. Uh, we're going to do supermarket sweep on this show. Yes. What not to do in a supermarket? Yes. I am going tomorrow. Oh, gosh. Thunderdome. Thunderdome. One man. Two men enter. One man leaves. It's going to get ugly. Uh, let's see. Raw was eh. It was raw. Wasn't terrible. Wasn't good. Dynamite was eh. Same. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Rampage, solid show. Yeah, it was a pretty solid show. I enjoyed it. That Hook? Yes. Taking on Serpentico? Send Hook. Hook? Oh, God. Talk. Anyway. Uh, Let's see. What else we got? I got some news. You got news? Yeah, I got some news. Just a little bit. A little bit of news. A little bit of news. So what do you say we do our beer tasting right now? All right. So. Take it away, Robert. From the... I believe this is another Jersey brewery. Is it Jersey brewery? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Three threes. Uh, Talk about the label. Psycho Simcoe, Indian Pale Ale. And on the cover, they're uh, they're recreating the one album cover of uh, Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden, where Eddie's locked up in the jail cell. And uh, they've got just a skeleton in a uh, orange prison jumpsuit that's falling apart. It looks and good. That's why I bought it. Yeah. <clears throat> Pretty much. <laughs> that uh, Iron Maiden. 
that label is so awesome. It's I love I love home. Bruce Dickerson. He's he's awesome. Dickinson. Dickinson. I have his autograph. Yeah. Yeah. D- does it say Dickerson? Yeah, probably. That's probably <laughs> why I, I, I said something wrong. <laughs> but uh, you know, he f- flies their own plane. He's a pilot. I did hear that. Yeah, yes, I yes. saw. There's a video online. I, I don't know where it is right now. I had it on my Facebook for a while, where he flies the 747 and flies everything around. That's awesome. Ed Force One. <laughs> And Steve Harris. Is it Harris or Harrison? It's Harris. It's, yeah. it's Steve Harris. Uh, one of the best bass players in the world. Oh, yeah. Of all time. The band is really solid. Their music's really good. Listen to the bass lines of Iron Maiden. That's not a pick. No. Those are his fingers. He's he's crazy. Just like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Robert Trujillo? Yeah. He's now with uh, Metallica? Insane. Oh, he's so good. Oh, so. Formerly Infectious Groups. There's a... There's bass players, and then there's this elite tier of bass players. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I I like to say that there's probably less bass players that are elite than there are guitarists. Let's do our, a quick top five bass players of all time. That's that's tough. I just named two. Those that's are tough. two of mine. Who do you got? Oh, two. I know who you're going to pick. <laughs> you already know what my number one is. Getty Lee. It's Getty Lee. He he is nuts. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna disagree with that. He uh, and. I don't see him using a pick most of the time. He's using his fingers. Yeah, and then he and then he he's the lead singer of the band, That's and right. he plays all the uh, all all the uh, keyboard music. He's he's great. He's insane. Uh, the guy from Primus. I was just gonna say, stay out of my brain. I was gonna yeah. say Les Claypool. He's he's solid. Also a big rock also, fan. Also the lead singer. Yes, he. Uh, you know, Primus is doing a. Uh, uh, they're doing a tour and they're playing Rush's Farewell to Kings album. That is cool. They're going to be doing it up uh, up north somewhere. I keep trying to convince people to go. Let's go. Let's go see it. Nice. If I only liked Rush's music. Yeah, I love Primus. His music, their music is really good. Sailing the Seas of Cheese. It's a solid album. <laughs> uh, also did the theme song to South Park. Yes. I was going to segue into that right after this. Uh, the guy from uh, Metallica <coughs> would probably be three. Burton or Newstead? Or the, Trujillo, there's three. I, I like the newer one the best. Trujillo? Trujillo, he is really I, I'm going to take Cliff Burton in he's, my top five. He's really good. Just listen to Anesthesia Pulling Teeth on Kill em All. Or Call of Cthulhu. Oh, Call of Cthulhu is really good. Great shit, man. That's great. Great, great shit. It's hard to round up my uh, my bottom two because I just named my top three. That's the only ones you think of like right away. Yeah. Uh, let's see, let's see. I need one more, you need two more. Who do you got? Oh, I'm, I'm just trying to th- think. Yeah, it's trying to think, and All my right, brain I, is drawing a blank. I took Primus. I took Les Claypool. Let's go with, uh, oh, what's his name from Rage Against the Machine? He's really good. I can't, Jesus Christ. He's one of my favorite bands. I can't get his name. Flea. Flea's a bassist. Flea. Flea's a great bassist. Flea. That's, Here's I'm, some of the lines. Flea. Flea's my all, all, some of Some of the licks he plays. Tim Comerford, by the way. That's solid. I'm just going to go with four. There's my top four. All right, cool. And we're going to taste this beer now. All right, let's go. Here we go. Kind of hazy. It's an IPA. Uh, no head to, to speak of. It fizzled out you know, pretty quickly. I hate to say uh, nothing special. Nothing special here at all. It's solid. It's worth the label. Because we save our labels. We put them on the fridge, and that's yeah, going on the fridge. That thing's... Uh, Almost fully decorated. We're going to have to get another fridge. <laughs> I mean, the freezer is not working right now because it's cold. It only works when it's warm. Really? That's how it's designed. Well, it it's not sense. meant to be outside. That's true. It makes sense. Yeah. 
But uh, all right. Not like we need the freezer anyway. Just stick shit outside. No, I use it in the summertime because we buy, you know, for barbecuing and stuff. We stock up. Bottle of champagne. A little bit of the bubbly. I still have it. I'm waiting. Number 100. It's coming up. 12 more. Woo, baby. So are we going to do a watch along for the Rumble? I plan on it. Or do you just want to, I don't know. We'll talk about it. We might as well. It's a Saturday. How long is it going to be? Oh, if it's a four-hour one, I don't know if I'm going to do a four-hour It's going to be a long... Well, here's the thing. I'm already going to be here, so I'm just going to drive home to watch the Rumble. At that, at this point, I'll come, I could come early. We'll order some food. Cheese steaks. Oh, my God. I'll we'll, bring some cash. We'll get cheese steaks from LaFontana. Oh, they're so, they're so good. Yes. Done. All right, Copious amount it. of alcohol, because we're going to be here a while. Obviously. <clears throat> Maybe get hammered again. Would I bring in... Uh, Terramana. Another person, or no? We could. We could. That person has to behave themselves. Yes, he does. Yes. Uh, if you have been following this show since the beginning, and uh, what was was it Money in the Bank that I took down? I don't remember. The last long one we did? The last long one we did, I, yeah. I think it was Money in the Bank. Yeah. You and him, you and him were uh, not behaving. No, we were we were very bad. <laughs> so I took it down. Very bad. All right, so let's. Just... I blame the bubbly. Too much bubbly. I apologize for the backwards hat. My hair is getting long and it's in my face. I can't see it, so it's okay. Really? Yeah. Weird. I'm gonna take another drink of this. Oh, oh so average. Yeah, tastes like <laughs> mediocrity. Tastes like you just didn't just enough. Speaking of mediocrity, we're going to do Raw soon. That's coming up right now. All right. Monday Night Raw was live from Tulsa, Oklahoma. And uh, it starts off with Becky Lynch coming out and saying how hot the women's division is, Bob. Is it? Right now. I mean, they're physically hot. She references Lita being there. Okay. Mickey James and the Bella Twins. Oh, God. Are they going to be in the Royal Rumble? Yes, they are. Jesus. This women's division is not hot. You fired everybody and didn't have enough people for the Women's Royal Rumble. You had to bring back people that were retired. You chased off Tony Storm by making her do a shit series with Charlotte Uh-oh, Flair. Oh, she's got pie in her face. Not once, but twice. You pied her twice. You cream pied her twice. Giggity. So yeah, they brought back people that were retired, except Mickey James. Her last match was in, on April 22nd on SmackDown. But still almost a year. Yeah, she came back even though they had a trash bag incident. Yeah. I remember talking about that. <laughs> yeah, we're going to send your crap home in a trash bag. Congratulations. Uh, Merry, Merry Christmas. This company is terrible. Uh, Becky says that a dewdrop will never be champion, not as long as she runs this industry. Dewdrop comes out and she says to Becky that if this was her plan to fight me instead of Bianca, then this is the biggest mistake you're ever going to make god then bianca comes out and says all the est stuff then announces that she will be in the royal rumble as does Liv morgan and this is going to lead us into our first match of the night between big time bex and dewdrop versus Liv and bianca bob can they coexist no can they coexist i'm I gonna i'm gonna go with no that's correct uh, Dewdrop gets the pinfall on Liv with a big running splash. Then Dewdrop does the ass bomb. Oh, the bonsai drop. Yokozuna. 
on Becky. That's the bonsai drop. The ass bomb sounds better. <laughs> so uh, next we're backstage with Reggie and Dana Brooke, and they bump into Edge and Beth Phoenix. Edge compliments Reggie's skills. Reggie says, so you think I have a shot tonight? Uh, Edge says, uh, is in his match against Omos. Edge says, uh, no. no you almost have no chance. You, but good luck. Becky says she's happy for Dana getting gold. That 24-7 gold. Oh, that, that, that sweet, sweet yeah. 24-7 Congratulations title. Congratulations on that one. And then Damian Priest walks up and he and Edge bro hug. And Edge says he likes the edginess he's doing right now. <laughs> Rather edgy. Oh. Then Beth gets a note handed to her. And it's from Maurice asking Beth to meet her in the ring tonight. Edge says something's up here and I'm coming out with you. Yes. Uh, then K.O. walks up to Priest and says that he's looking forward to a clean match, Bob, tonight. And he doesn't want the other side of Priest to come out. Oh, God. He wants a clean match. Yeah, okay. Okay. So now we have uh, the K.O. show and his guest, Seth freaking Rollins. Seth comes out and K.O. says he has a ton of respect for him and loves the suits. Then Seth talks about Roman Reigns and how Roman is scared of Seth. And here you got listen to this. He's playing checkers. Seth Rollins playing chess. And if Roman keeps it up, beating him at the Royal Rumble is going to be like taking candy from a baby. <laughs> a little baby Roman Reigns. And when I take that title, I'm going to turn that belt from blue to red and bring the Universal Championship back where it belongs. He just to confirmed my his loss. Show, yeah. Our show, oh. Monday Night Raw. Wow. That's, that's huge news. So you're saying when you win the Universal title, you're staying on Raw with me. Yes, 100%. That's incredible. This is my show, baby. Yeah. So that would mean that we have the best champion. So we wouldn't need we wouldn't need Brock Lesnar or, or Bobby Lashley because we'd have you. Absolutely. Again, you are very astute. You hit the nail on the head, Kev. Twice. We could just get rid of Brock Lesnar. Hey, I got a match with Bobby Lashley later tonight. Maybe. We do it tonight. I'll get rid of Bobby Lashley tonight. I mean, who knows? You know what? I think that sounds great. And look, that's a major announcement, but I actually have an announcement of my own to make. Oh, do you? I do. Please. It's an earth-shattering announcement. Oh. An, an announcement that will change the face of this industry, something that nobody can see coming. It is major news. Ladies and gentlemen, right here, right now, I would like to announce that I am officially declaring myself as a participant in this year's Royal Rumble match. Oh! <laughs> you like it? That is earth-shattering. You like it? I can feel the tremors, Kev. Huh? <laughs> I love I feel it. The tension I love is blown. <laughs> Once I win the Royal Rumble and you, you beat Roman Reigns for the Universal title, we get to give the WWE Universe the match they deserve. Well, they don't really deserve it, but we get to give them the biggest WrestleMania main event of all time, Seth freaking Rollins against Kevin freaking Owens. I want to see that. All right, okay. I like where your head's at. I like where your head's at, Kev. I can dig that. Yeah. 
All right, so then <clears throat> Damian Priest comes out and says that no one believes that Seth can beat Roman, Roman at the Rumble, and KO has no chance of winning the Royal Rumble match. Oh, that's so sad. Oopsie, hit the wire. Uh, that's going to lead us into our second match of the night between Kevin freaking Owens versus Damian Priest in a non-title match. But before the match starts, Bob, we are told again that Veer Mahan is still on his way. He's still coming? He's going to debut at the Rumble. It's pretty obvious now. Coming buckets. Buckets are come. Yeah. Oh, God. Of course, he's going to debut at the Royal Rumble. He's going to be entrant number 15, <coughs> and then he's going to be eliminated by Johnny Knoxville or, or something 30. like that. Or 30, and he wins. He goes on to take on Roman Reigns. Oh, would they punish us? That was for me. Well, that would be punishment. Yeah. So the match gets underway, and Priest hits a spinning heel kick and goes for a splash in the corner, but KO rolls out. Priest follows and jumps off the stairs, but KO hits a super kick followed by a frog splash from the apron onto Priest to the outside of the ring. That has to hurt Kevin Owens, man. Jumping from the ring apron, frog splash. Oh, it's... it's Oh, God. He, it, he does stuff with his body that... He's kind of uh That's a bump, man. That Darby is... Allen-ish. Yeah, definitely. Uh, this takes us to a break. Back from break, Priest has the upper hand as he hits a series of kicks and punches. Priest then hits a clothesline off the top rope, followed by a broken arrow for a two count. Not off the top rope, off the rope. Priest then sets up KO on the top turnbuckle, setting up for a superplex, but KO counters with some headbutts, followed by a senton off the top rope for a two count. KO then hits a pop-up powerbomb for another two count. Priest blocks a stunner attempt by KO. And then Priest hits the South of Heaven chokeslam for a near fall. Really? We have to have a special name for a chokeslam? Yeah. Well, it's not just a chokeslam. He like, takes you and he like throws you two at the same time. Okay. So, so it just heaves you. Go! Uh, KO then sells his leg being hurt. And the ref calls for a trainer to come over. But KO was faking. And he hits a stunner for the win. I actually love that. That was awesome. Yeah, that was great. Nice and clean. That's what he wanted. Yes, what a clean match. Clean victory. A clean heel victory. <laughs> well done. All right, now Nikki Ash is being interviewed by Sarah Schreiber. I got a question. Is Priest sure. still the, uh, the champion of whatever title he has? He's the U.S. champion. So the U.S. champion just lost clean. Clean. To Ish. Kevin Owens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're let's, correct. Let's make that uh, championship worth even less. Worth shit. Yes. Good observation, Bob. So uh, she's being interviewed by Sarah Schreiber, and Nikki says that Rhea is the one who broke them up and flushed their friendship down the drain. She then says that this is the closest Tulsa will ever be to having a superhero. She says she's the people's hero, and sometimes heroes have to do things that people don't understand. Oh. Like, be a bad guy? Yeah. She's a bad guy. Yeah. She's definitely a heel. Don't make me hit the music. Oh, God. Don't do it, please. Please don't do it. Now we have the Alpha Academy in the ring with capping gowns. And Gable says how proud of Otis he is, and he hands him a diploma as Pomp and Circumstance plays. You know, Macho Man's music. Yes. (laughs) Gable says, look at that face, and kisses Otis on the cheek. Otison says that you can expect carnage to anyone who messes with their championships or the Alpha Academy. Then Riddle comes out, also in a cap and gown, looking like the Statue of Freaking Liberty. He's also dressed in all green because he's yeah. a stoner. <laughs> yeah. 
he says some stuff, and we're going to take it from where Gable's, Gable asks him what he wants. So that's next. Such an idiot. Look, you already ruined the greatest night of Otis's life. My night. So why don't you get to the point? I assume you're here for a rematch. Uh, problem is, when I listen to you, Riddle, I'm not even sure you can define the word rematch, can you? I can totally define the word rematch. A rematch is like... It's like, it's like when you gotta light something up twice. Whoa, like, whoa, like a candle, like a candle. But, but easy G, a rematch, that sounds like a pretty sick idea. <laughs> I knew it, I, I knew it. He can't even define the word. It's no wonder Randy left you high and dry. Where is your partner tonight, huh? He left ya. We know where. <laughs> Lucky for you. We're going to give you your rematch under one condition. You have to prove your mental aptitude in an Alpha Academy academic challenge. And I'll spell it out for your dumbass riddle. You and Randy versus us in a series of tests to prove who the mentally superior team. Because let's face it, bro. We already showed who the physically dominant ones are here. We're the champs! Whoa, so like an academic challenge like Billy Madison? Or is it... That's or exactly it what like I thought. Wheel really? Of fortune type situation, because I love spinning that wheel. And I was thinking, maybe me and Otis can run in these giant hamster wheels. And speaking of hamsters, Gable, you kind of look like a jacked hamster. We like triple the brain power, though, bro. Yeah, yeah, Whoa! Big O, stay up there. I'm just out here giving a speech, bro. Whoa! Back it up! Don't do it. Alright, so when Otis leaves the ring from out of nowhere, Randy hits the RKO on Chad Gable, and Riddle hits a running knee to the back of the head of Otis. Randy puts on a cap and gown, and they celebrate in the ring as they hit their pose. Jeez. Yes. So we're going to have an academic decathlon. Now, he referenced um, Billy Madison, so I'm going to play this for Riddle. Everyone in this room is now dumber. There you go. So now we have uh, a Vince McMahon segment, Bob, with Austin Theory. What do you mean? You're going to play an audio. You didn't expect that. You're supposed to expect the the unexpected. What are we talking about? Here comes a little audio from Vince McMahon. Austin, I'm gonna. I want you to hit me with a stutter. I'm not that Austin, sir. What do you mean? Uh, you're, you're you're Austin. Uh, My name is Austin Theory. Oh, uh, I have a theory for you. Can we? Uh, can we? Hell yeah! Can you can you walk back and forth to the door? Okay, I want to see your 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 butt there. Okay. Stun me, Austin. Stun me. It was me all along. <laughs> Mr. McMahon, thank you so very much for this rematch tonight with Finn Balor. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm good. Um, can I, can I ask what you're watching? Well, that's the result of the last match you had with Finn Balor when he beat you. One, <laughs> two, three. Mr. McMahon, I know. <laughs> what? Well, you, you lost your match with Finn Balor. You, you, the one and the two and three. <laughs> I lost, but after that match... I beat the holy hell out of Finn Balor. Nearly ended his career. I mean, come to think of it, it's it's almost like a half victory. 
No. There's no such thing as half a tree. So tonight, I want you to beat them. Yeah. And then beat him up. Yeah, that's what we'll do. And if you don't, I'm gonna beat you up. Yeah, I'll have you dragged back to my office. I'll pull out an equalizer. I'll go to work on you. I'll break every small bone and big bone I possibly can. Then, I'm going for the face. Going for the head and the face. Yeah. By the time I finish, there'll be nothing but blood, snot, and broken teeth. Then I'm going to take my phone. I'm going to take a selfie. And then, I'm going to send it to your mom. Then I'm going to have sex with your mom. There's going to be uh, blood and, and snot and cum. I mean, not cum. I hope your mom likes cum shots. Then, then I'm going to call your mom. And, uh, I'm going to inject a little poison <laughs> into her. And then uh, after I'm done ripping off your face, I'm going to wear it and then escape uh, prison. Oh, oh, wait, that's uh, Siles uh, that's Silence of the Lambs. Uh, then I'll look in the mirror and I'll say, oh, I'm a genius. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, what is wrong with this guy? This is ridiculous. And you know, it's, pre- it's pre-taped. I mean, they can't do this live anymore with him. Yeah, that's probably true. That was definitely pre-taped. Yeah. And that was the that was the best take they had. Yes, it was. All right, after that gem, we have our third match of the night between Austin and Finn. Finn goes for a coup de grace. Everyone's saying that now. It's not just Michael Cole. You're not even saying, yeah, coup de grace. It's coup de grace. It's coup de grace, you dumb French. asshole. It's French, right? Yes. Okay, like coup de grace, it's coup de grace. It's that coup de grace. Hey, let's go to the supermarket and get some mozzarella cheese. Thank you, gracias. <laughs> gracias, sir. No, I'm not saying your ass is grassy. I'm, I'm saying thank Can you. Can you direct me to the Bibleoteca? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, what is this crap? All right, so Finn goes for the coup de gras off the top rope, but Austin moves and hits a shotgun drop kick. Ooh. Bob's cracking open a Boddington's Pub Ale, one of my favorites. Ooh, let's listen to that pour. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bust a nut. And he's uh, pouring it into a uh, Boddington's Pub Ale glass that I supplied. Now that's a nice head. That is, that is good head. All right, uh, the, the shotgun drop kick. Then Austin follows that with the ATL for the win. Then Austin takes a selfie and then hits some punches and another ATL for good measure as Vince is backstage. Bust all over the place, and he's going to say that it was a ghost and he got slimed against ectoplasm. Now uh, pull out his liver and eat it. Speaking pull of that, out his heart, collect the Mayans. And eat it. So uh, I forgot the segue. Remember I said I was going to segue? Yes. I'm on episode five, season 17 of South Park. And my new favorite episode is the uh, Sarcastable. It's when Randy gets fed up with the, uh, the pussiness of, of sports. He's like, oh, maybe we should wear tin hats and wear bras and use a balloon. And they're like, really? And they do. And not only do they do it, but the National Football League does it. The Broncos do it. They hire Randy Marsh as the coach. Uh... Butters is having wet dreams, but he's being told, oh, it's just your sweet your sweet goo coming out because you're, you're, you're a sweet boy. And it turns out Randy, not Randy, Butters saves all of, all of his uh, wet dream cum into little bottles. 
and he gives some to Cartman because he's, he, I can't play the new football because I'm not sweet. I'm an asshole. So he takes a shot of his cum and he's like, ooh, it's a little bitter. And then uh, <laughs> Randy takes some of this new sports drink and he goes, that's cum. <laughs> Yeah, this that that was a really bizarre episode. Uh, it, was, it was so effing funny. Uh, if you're offended by the word "come," I mean, come on. We said a hell of a lot worse on here. Yes, but uh, that's my new favorite episode to date. I'm loving it so far. I'm getting near the end, and I love it. All right, so now we are in Gorilla with Sarah and Rhea Ripley. Ripley says that she didn't want to end her and Nikki's friendship. And by the way, what kind of superhero attacks their friend? I mean, seriously. Jesus, we're still doing this. She, please. Rhea Ripley came in, and she was a badass. My wife saw her, and she's like, is that a man? (laughs) You had her to come in, and you could have her, like, the next badass. She main evented WrestleMania. Or at least was supposed to before COVID hit. You had her at this level that came in, and she was. She was here. I'm... I'm a badass. I'm going to come here. I'm going to beat people up. Mm-hmm. She could be like the next when Beth Phoenix first showed up and she was there just beating people yeah, up. To yeah. gl- That's what you had her set up. And now you have her stooping, doing stupid vignettes with it's not good. an idiot dressed up like a crappy superhero. Man, not even the hurricane was this bad. At least the hurricane was funny. He was hilarious. What's up with that? You know, but th- this is just bad. It's bad writing. It is. It's bad writing. Bad character development. Bad booking. It's, it's, I, oh, it's, ugh, ugh. Uh, she then says it's time she reminds Nikki and everyone else just exactly who Rhea Ripley is. Please do. Who are you? Who? That's what I know. That's what I want to know. Who the hell are you? Uh, so Rhea heads to the ring and we have our fourth match of the night or so we thought between Ripley versus Nikki. But before the match uh, starts, uh, Zelina and Carmella come out and talk some shit, distracting Ripley. Nikki then attacks Ripley from behind, again culminating in Ripley getting thrown into the stairs as Nikki leaves. No match for you. Yes. Next. See ya. She leaves. So the match, it doesn't happen. Okay. That's okay. Next, we have Reggie and Dana backstage, and Dana is trying to give Reggie a pep talk while the other 24-7 clowns are watching while eating popcorn. I can't believe I took audio of this. Okay. Okay. Again. What did we talk about? Stay low and stay moving. That's exactly right. I know that you're faster, you're stronger, you're amazing. You know, you said use his height against him, exhaust him, go for his knees and his ankles. Exactly. You're vicious. You're ruthless. You are super athletic. Grab his dick and twist it. I got this. You do? Twist his dick. Dana, who am I kidding? Last week, I ran to him full speed, and I bounced off of him like he was a brick wall. And then he tossed me around like I was- Stop! Reggie! Reggie! You're the most capable man I know! Now just, just- Do it! Just do it! Stay away from him, okay? Okay. I got this. This sucks. Dana must really hate Reggie. She just told him to go get got. There you go, 24-7. Audio by me. I must be going crazy. Banter, yay. 
Uh, now on to that match between Omos versus Reggie. So before the bell rings, all the clowns come running into the ring one at a time. First, Tazawa comes out and Omos throws him over and out. Then Truth gets shouldered down and Tamina just stares and leaves. Ref calls for the bell. Reggie jumps off the top rope, but almost catches him and hits a two-handed choke slam for the win. Okay. Sounds good. Was it a bad-looking two-handed choke slam? No, it was, it was fine. He awesome. does that okay. I mean, it's pretty... How do you mess that up? You would be surprised. Yes, I would. Not really. Okay. Now we have Maurice in the ring, and she says that the Miz has a big mouth, and he agrees to things he shouldn't. She asks Beth to come out alone. But she doesn't. She comes out with Edge. Yeah, because they're not stupid. Exactly. Then Maurice starts talking, and it's not good. Now, I'm going to preface this by saying I know English is not her first language. I get that. But just just listen to this. Thank you for your time. Um, there's not many ways to put this, Beth, but the match at Royal Rumble, it has to be canceled. Ooh. All right, well, this ought to be good, so I'm all ears, Maurice. Listen, I don't want it, you don't want it, and they, they don't want it. I don't want it. They don't. I don't want it. <laughs> I'm trying to have a heartfelt moment. Can you please help me here? Really? I don't really? believe you. Yeah. Really? Yeah. This is what I said to my kid. I have a microphone. I have a microphone. Than every one of you. you. I have a microphone. Very nice. Yes. I have a microphone. Do you understand? Yes. My wife. My wife. Yeah. My wife is stupid. She uses a microphone. My wife. She's strong on plow. Uh, cook good. But now her vagine hang like sleeve of wizard. Great success. This is this is just bad. Uh, Can you just sum it up? Just sum I, up what happens next. I don't want to listen to that. That's it. This. That's the end of it. Oh, thank God. I just wanted that part. The microphone? Was, I have the microphone and I have to talk. She sounds like, oh, besides that, she's like a, an animatronic at Disney World. Just, 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 just. Yes, she's not. I have a she, microphone. They should not give her a mic in time. I, I'm being serious like she should not she needs to be with the miz great chest terrible mic work <sighs> she goes on to say that her and beth are the reason women main event wrestlemania she then says they should be friends and their kids should be friends too they can play they have play dates and dinner and we should get coffee beth says she's not gonna miss this opportunity to tag with her husband and she can't wait to glam slam her in that ring Beth says, let's give them a preview, and she enters the ring. Then the Miz is at ringside, and Edge knocks him to the ground. Then Maurice hits Beth from behind with her purse, knocking Beth out. As she leaves with Miz, she opens her purse and pulls out a brick. Yes, so, a brick. It's a brick. House. This whole thing was thick as a brick. It was thick. As a break. Jethro Tall, really good. Then the Street Profits are with Ray and Dominic, and Ray says they are going to eliminate 29 other guys at the Royal Rumble. 
and they are going to take the Mysterio name back to the main event. So that is going to lead us into our next match between the Prophets and Mysterios versus the Dirty Dogs and Apollo Crews and Commander Aziz. So Ray and Dominic both hit drop kicks on Dolph and Big Big Bob sending them to the ropes as both Ray and Dom hit 619s. Then Dominic jumps off the top rope and hits a crossbody on Commander Aziz. But Aziz catches him and Ray does the flying crotch in the face thing from the apron knocking Aziz down to the ground. Uh, back in the ring, Apollo rolls up Dawkins for a two count. Then Dawkins hits a spine buster. He tags in Montez Ford, who hits his big, beautiful frog splash. Oh, it's beautiful. From the heavens on Apollo for the win. Then Ray and Dominic, they uh, put them over the top rope, the Street Profits, and out of the ring. Ray then tosses Dominic over the top rope and showing that it's every man for themselves. There you go. Yes, I'm going to eliminate my son. You know, if he was thrown on the top rope during the Royal Rumble match, he would have been eliminated. That's, yeah, that's what they're doing. So now we have a video from the After the Bell podcast uh, of Bobby Lashley saying that Brock Lesnar has no soul. And he's excited to fight him because of that. Hmm. Oh, okay. That's good reason. He has no soul. He might murder me and not feel any remorse. Good job. So then we're shown a vignette of Brock and Lashley. They give us their history of amateur wrestling and all the accolades in college and Lashley's success in the Armed Forces Championship where he won gold. They go over both men's success in MMA. They end by talking about how dominating both guys are. And here's Miz and Maurice as they are leaving Raw. Crown dead Incredible. Excuse me, Miss Maurice, would you care to comment on your vicious attack on Beth Phoenix earlier tonight? One shot, one shot, that's all it took to take down the Glamazon, the Hall of Famer Beth Phoenix. One shot, now she needs to go seek medical attention with her husband Edge. We made the great couple look like the shh. There's kids watching at home? Oh, yes. Daddy loves you, girls. You know who else he loves? Mommy. And guess what? Money. I must be the best husband ever because I remember that next week is your birthday. So before we say Bonnie Nut to to the great couple at Royal Rumble, I'm going to throw the most expensive, elaborate, extravaganza, amazing birthday party that anyone has ever seen because I... Love you, I love Maurice. You. I love you, babe. And nothing, and I mean nothing, especially Beth and Edge, is stronger than our love. Mm. <laughs> How you doing? All right, so they make out. It's pretty hot. I'm not going to lie. <clears throat> so now we have Alexa Bliss and her shrink. He says that he's going to continue to see her as a patient, but she can't be breaking shit. That's right. He says he apologizes for reminding her of such a traumatic event, but he had to see where she stood in the psychiatric, from the psychiatric standpoint. He promises Alexa that at the end of this, she will be on the road to recovery. Alexa says, neato. Docton says he wants to do a word association exercise. He's going to say a word, and he wants Alexa to say the first word that comes to mind. Oh, the best one of this that ever happened was Dean Ambrose. 
Yes. Where they hold up Hacksaw Jim, Jim Duggan, he goes, oh. <laughs> then they hold up Stephanie McMahon, and he goes, oh. <laughs> it's not going to get any better than that. That was good. All right, so Doc says, how do you feel when I say the word trust? Alexis says, Lily. Doc, friend. Alexa, Lily. Doc, home. Alexa, Lily. Doc, doll. Alexa, Lily. Doc says, imaginary. Then Alexa stands up and looks like she's going to kill him. Doc says, time's up, and he leaves. Then Alexa calmly sits back down and looks adorable. Jesus. What are we doing here? I don't know. I'm just glad she's back because she is very hot. I agree on that, but, so, you know. That's good enough reason for me. Okay. I'm good with that. <clears throat> on to the main event between Seth Rollins versus Bobby Lashley. All right. Yes. This is actually a good match. just ends bad. Seth works on Lashley's knee for a while, and it seems to be paying off as Lashley is having trouble getting to his feet. Seth then goes for the curb stomp, but Lashley moves and hits a face buster. Lashley then hits two belly-to-belly suplexes, followed by a spear in the corner. Lashley goes for another spear, but Seth gets the knee up into Lashley's face, followed by a couple forearm shots, stunning Lashley. Seth then hits a pedigree for a two count. Seth then goes for a top rope move, but Lashley counters with a huge release belly-to-belly, sending Seth flying across the ring. Then Shelton and Cedric come out, both still wearing the Hurt Business shirts, by the way. And they pull Lashley out of the ring and start beating him up, causing a DQ in your main event. Not good. Not good at all. They try to double suplex Lashley, but Lashley reverses and suplexes them to the ground. Seth is watching this all go down when out from the crowd, the Usos come into the ring and superkick Seth in the face as they leave up the ramp with their hands held high. Well, that's a Monday Night Raw. Okay. There you go. Ugh. So, not terrible. Main event was going... I knew the second they they said they were going to be fighting, something was going to have to happen. Oh, they're, you- they're both going into wrestling for a championship. They you, can't lose. Yeah, you can't do any, like... You have to do some goofy shit. But then just don't book that match. Do something else. Uh, that requires forethought. And they're not going to do that. WWE, what are you doing here? Ruining my life. All right, we'll be right back. Tracks with his crazy 1975 Sony Bono slacks on. Slacks, I say. Slacks. It's totally obnoxious. The love fest 
the buddy ship, the buddy fest, whatever the hell you want to friggin' call it, between Sammy and Fuego and Alan Angels, it makes me want to puke. I believe the word you were looking for was friendship, but buddy ship also works. Yes, yes. You have the acclaim wearing like a raspberry color. Are you saying they should have berets on test? Uh-huh. Raspberry beret. Google it, kids. There we go. Kabob, Cabana, Kabuma, Cabana, Co-Cabana. Got there eventually <laughs> as Cabana and never stopped Taz. Oh. oh, don't tell me Taz is a karaoke guy. No, I, sometimes I might. They shall know. Ruby, Ruby, Ruby. my favorite. Show. Yeah, I love it. Sometimes I get into the string mark I can't help it. Destination, you know. Oh, no. Texas, high on. That was all ass and lower body, backside Jones. This is mine now, Eddie. You know what, had a way with those soul. I don't like this no soul guy, and I like you, Dick. Bulldog! Taz, you can say it, we're on YouTube. Oh, he kicks the living Yes, what the hell do I have to tell you? You just said it, monetized Jones. So, Anthony, I'm with you on this one. Taz, who you got? Well, you know, I don't care who wins. Okay. But I, I'm gonna... great. Great to hear out of one of the broadcasters. <laughs> Knock the water out of his ass. I don't care who wins, Bob. Yeah, I don't care at all. Is that your real name, Bob? Yes, that's Bob, as in B. Boy, it's good to be Bob. Oh, oh is it? Oh boy, it's Bob, Bob. and B. B. As it's. In... I have no it's idea. beautiful to be Bob. Yeah, we were just uh, watching the Robert Loja clip. <laughs> so good. Of Family Guy. Oh, is it Robert Loja? Oh, is it? Oh, oh my, my God. God. It's, it's Robert, Robert Loja. Loja. Oh, so good. T, as in, hey, T Timmy, T look over there. It's Robert, Robert Loja. Space. <laughs> so good. Love it. Early Family Guy, which was really good. Uh, what do you say? Want to play a little uh, what not to do at a supermarket? Let's do it. Great music. Underrated uh, show. Kind of reminds me of the music... Um, the tag team in NXT. What the hell were their names? It reminds me of the opening to Wings. Yeah, it does. Wings? Or Full House. There you go. I can't think of... I can't think of their names. It doesn't Typical matter. Typical 80s, 90s yes. television show. All right. So this is what not to do at a supermarket. And there's plenty of things not to do at the supermarket. How about this? Don't pay by check. At a supermarket. It is the it is 2022 people. We don't need checks anymore. Not at a supermarket. Seriously. Um, if the guy says, Don't worry, I'll be getting it to you in the next 15 minutes, don't continuously harp on the guy till he shows up. He already told you it's gonna take 15 minutes. Also, what not to do at a supermarket, don't look for the oldest date on a gallon of milk. You're just holding up the line for other people. Seriously. To get their calcium source. Here's another thing. 
if it doesn't scan and you say, ha it must be free. You're Screw a, you. You're an asshole. You're an asshole. We've all heard that joke. That joke is lamer than FDR's legs, and we don't need to hear it anymore. <laughs> also, if this, if you're in line and somebody comes into the store and says, gee, they must be giving something away. I hate you. You're also an asshole. <laughs> Seriously, that's this, w- there's a lot of us in a supermarket, so let's be kind to others, and that's what not to do in a supermarket. Let's just all be friends. I wish I could make this a ringtone to my phone. I'll give you this music. Yeah, send it to me. I can do it on my laptop and actually make ringtones. I, I want someone to call me while I'm at work and then play Supermarket Suite. Consider it done. Do you remember the show after Supermarket Suite? It was like they were in a mall and they had to run around the mall. Boutiques. Oh yeah, it was it was it was good, but it was not as good as Supermarket Suite. But it was close. We can do what not to do in a mall. What not to do in a mall. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, next week we'll be returning with "Don't Be a Dick While Driving in Brick." Here's something you don't do in a mall. If you're a kid and you find a wallet with cash. Don't say to your friend on the upper level that you found a wallet with cash in it. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. Not that I did, but I know somebody who did. Oh, God. There's a lot of things not to do on a mall. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes, there is. Sure, Jay's got a lot of them. That was my hangout, man, as a kid. Well, that was that was the thing, man. Stranger Things, hang out in the mall. That's what I did. I'd walk to the Monmouth County, yeah, Monmouth County Mall, and I'd spend my, my evenings... That used to be a nice mall. It used to be great. Now it's a shithole. They used to have a piece of the Berlin Wall. There. Really? Yeah. What happened to it? I don't know. They got rid of it. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Was... I saw it in. Uh, I saw a piece of it in New York. Do you remember Fun and Games? The no. arcade they had at Monmouth County Mall? I don't, actually. Yeah, it wasn't actually in the mall. It was connected, but it, there was no entrance in the mall. You had to go outside and oh. enter. Uh. Also, spend a lot of time there. Yeah, I remember going to uh, Fuddruckers and having going to the arcade at Fuddruckers. Yeah, no, I don't know what that is. Fuddruckers was a really nice hamburger place in oh. Tom's River, and you have to like, it would have like a fixings bar like Roy Rogers on steroids. Okay, it was it was amazing. I think the only ones left now are like in the South and like New Brunswick. Like all the other ones closed. That's the first ah. time I had ostrich. Was at a Fuddruckers? It was Drake, Maverick, and Killian Dane. Their music, remember they cheesed yes. up the music? Yes. That's what that reminded me of. It just came to me. God damn it. Getting old sucks. And when you hear the beep, it's Supermarket Sweep. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, shit. All right, let's move on. Let's do it. Let's do a little AEW. And we got a treat for you, folks. Tonight, we're going to start off with the return of John Moxley. Moxley heads to the ring from the crowd, and he looks good, I think. He looks great. He's he's lost weight. He he looks, looks like Steve Ambrose. He he's does. back to his regular <laughs> fighting weight. He looks good. You could tell he's lost weight. He doesn't look red and bloated. And you might have heard in the intro, uh, him coming out and somebody calling him a drunk. And, uh, <laughs> and he tells him to go fuck themselves. Well, like, and you're guy, a piece of shit. I get this guy out of here. So <laughs> great. Let's hear what we got from it. A little while ago. Hey, hey, go fuck yourself. Get that guy out of here. Piece of shit. Down in. 
television is one of the greatest moments in Raw history. It's when Mankind wins the WWE Championship. That was spoiled over on WCW. Yeah. 
which backfired because everyone turned into Raw to watch Mankind yeah. with the title. <laughs> Not a good uh, move there, Easy E. It was a no D. It was a heart. It was no no DQ match. Yes, uh, fr- uh, friggin' uh, degeneration uh, X got involved. It, this this was a great match. And before this, uh, Shawn Michaels got thrown through a car windshield. And his face smashed all bloody. Ring. Yeah, covered in blood. Earlier in the show, you had a woman get thrown to the ground and have a possible miscarriage. <laughs> and they complain about the women's, yeah. Uh, uh, come on, uh, women's lights out, sort of the, street fight. The Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker. Yeah, that's. And then they complain <clears throat> about the street fight with the. That was a big complaint. Bunny and the uh, bunny and uh, that Fina, too. Yeah. And Ford with his tie J. And you literally had a miscarriage, a bloodied man mm-hmm. thrown through, through this, a literal terrorist. A hand come out of a, a vagina. Yes, Mayo gave birth to a hand. Mm-hmm. That happened. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, Vince having sex with the uh, new, uh, what was it? Not Sonny, uh, Trish. Trish Stratus. Yeah. You had Triple H dress up in a cane mask and have sex with a dummy in a casket. Let's not forget X Pac in blackface. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. What are we doing then? I, I, you can't make this crap up. <laughs> and he's got the nerve to talk about any other wrestling company. Shut up, Vince. Shut up. You cannot talk about any other company. Right now, uh, Road Dog is wearing a shirt that says Troop, uh, Degeneration X, and it, no, it's uh, Operation Operation uh, with Troop 69 Troop on the 69. back. Troop 69. Nice. This, uh, oh, ridiculous. Did you say 69? Nice, 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 nice. Now we go to another promo, and this time it's uh, featuring MJF. Last week was an abomination, an embarrassment to our great sport. When your hero, CM Punk, was powerbombed over and over again until I can only assume he got early onset spinal stenosis. And what did he do? Instead of taking the loss on the chin like a man, he decided to take the easy way out. He decided to pull Wardlow in by his hair and by his tights and get a tainted pinfall victory. Granted, if Wardlow had a teeny tiny bit more seasoning, I'm sure he could have reversed it. But that's not what I'm here to talk about today. No, what I'm actually here to do is apologize. Not only have you been a stellar employee, but you have been a great friend of mine for the better part of two years and two months. It is your birthday, and my gift to you is a sincere apology. I lost my cool on you last week, and that's <laughs> not okay. Such a dick. However, big man, you put your hands on me. And quite frankly, that's Uh-oh. not something I can allow. It's such a bad presence for everybody else in this company. As much as it pains me to do this, I'm going to have to dock your pay. Now, don't take it the wrong way. You know, if you get wins again, and if you qualify for the Face of the Revolution ladder match and win me my TNT title, I promise you, that money's going to go right back up. And I believe in you, big man. Just like I believe in the greatest accountability buddy of all time, the chairman, the Canadian god, Sean Spears. And I believe in the fact that tonight, he is going to give PG Punk his first L in this company. And he's going to show the world and you how to get the job done. And I'll be there calling all the action. Because my name is Maxwell Jacob Friedman. And I'm better than you. And you know it. Nice. So let's go to our first match. After all that, we finally get into our first match. Like 20 minutes in. Can I say right now, way too many promo segments on this episode. Way too many. There's a lot. 
I don't know how many you actually took, but uh, I, let's count. I have one, two, I have three, six, nine, twelve, thirteen. We won't play all of them. I wrote down some of them. Thank God. So, match number one: Adam Cole adopt your Brick Baker DMD versus Orange Cassidy and Chris Statlander. This was a uh, an interesting match. Yeah, it, it was out of this world. Oh God! <laughs> match starts off with Baker and Statlander in the ring, but before any action can happen, Statlander uh tag uh Statlander tags out, forcing the men in the ring. Excuse me, Britt Baker tagged out. Okay. And uh, now both men are forced in the ring. And uh, I'm going to say this in the beginning of the match because they don't explain it. Uh, the men can't touch the women. The women can't touch the men. Yeah. But yeah. they never mention it during the entire mm-hmm. match. Okay. Uh, you know, every once in a while we get annoyed of, oh, if uh, he gets tossed over the rope, he would have won the Royal Over-explaining. Rumble. Over-explaining. Or over-explaining. Yeah. This time they didn't explain a damn thing, and it confused people. Huh. So. All right. Baker st- approaches Cassie and starts chewing him out. So in response, Orange... Uh, Gives her a series of sloth kicks. Nice. <laughs> he goes for the sloth super kick, only for Baker to stomp on his foot. <laughs> Baker then turns around to do her catchphrase, and while she's distracted, Statlander has entered the ring and gives her a scoop slam, and then the boop. boop. Cole soon tagged back in, and he confronts Statlander. This isn't enough distraction, allowing Orange Casting to sneak around the ring and to the top of one of the turnbuckles. So when Cole turns around, he's hit with a flying crossbody. Orange tries for his satellite DDT, but Cole pushes him off and hits him with a pump kick. Cole then hoists Cassidy up in a fireman's carry, but Cassidy escapes, ducks a clothesline, and hits the satellite DDT. Cool. This this match I have the most notes for because I think it was the best one of the night. Okay. Orange attempts to put his hands in his pockets, but Baker, on the behest of Cole, charges the ring to stop him. But she's intercepted by Statlander, who puts her in a... Terrible-looking, delayed vertical suplex. Mm-hmm. Couldn't get her vertical. Nope. And now uh, that that's on both women. Gotta one's got to hold up, and the other one's got to look good. Got to work together. That is a teamwork maneuver. So as she's holding that delayed vertical suplex, Orange comes over, and he pushes Statlander, finishing off the suplex. They then pose in the ring. <coughs> they, uh, they both then head to the apron. And uh, they jump on top of the heels, one with a moonsault, and Cassidy with just throwing himself lazily on top of Cole. Awesome. And then they hug. Oh. And then they're super kicked in the face after the hug. You've got to give them what they want. And what we want is to see them get super kicked in the face, which is what happens. Boom. And then we go into a break. Cool. Yeah, love it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Back from break, Adam Cole and Cassidy are taking each other out with clotheslines. Double clotheslines take each other out. The women are tagged back in, and Statlander starts to take control quickly. After landing a series of clotheslines, uh, she uses a blue thunder bomb for a two-count. It's a good move. And then we get another small sequence, and Baker uses a terrible-looking backslide pin for a two-count. That looks mm-hmm. bad. Not good. That looks really bad. Not good. And then after some more back and forth, Baker uses her former finisher, the Fisherman's Neckbreaker. Sending both women down. It's a good move. It's a great looking move. I like it. Shake, rattle, and roll, right? Yeah. Honky tonk, man. Honky tonk, man, baby. Well, the men get back in the ring and they start exchanging blows. It looks like Cassidy's going to get the advantage, but his momentum is stopped with a kick to the knee, sending him down to the mat. Cole tries to super kick him, only for Cassidy to catch it, so Cassidy then eats an enziguri instead. Hmm. 
Cole got some air on that. Yeah, he did. That he was got nice. some up. Cole lifts his opponent up in the air, but he is hit with a stunner and said, Cole stumbles back to his corner, so Baker applies a blind tag. Orange lifts up Cole and hits the beak br- and goes for a beach break, but Baker pulls Cole down. Then he distracts the referee, allowing Britt Baker to hit a curb stomp. I love the curb stomp. And this is the first time they mentioned that they weren't supposed the women weren't supposed to touch the men. Okay. In, in both, this yeah. Yeah, almost halfway through the match, we finally get explained what the hell's going on. You done fucked up, a hey, Ron. You know, uh, you have sometimes you have to believe that this is the first person, first time someone's watching this, and you have to explain it to a degree. Yeah. You 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 can can't assume everyone's a hardcore fan. In AEW, they are though. They are, and that's that's something that I hold against them. You can't assume that. <coughs> you gotta assume that. Hey, I've been watching WWE, and man. I heard this is really good. You know, I'm getting kind of curious. Let me watch it. Mm-hmm. And then not explain crap. You got to explain just, it a little just, bit. Just mention it. Even have uh, JR do his, uh, always point out the obvious bull crap. Well, you know, the men can't attack the women because of the feet. Okay. <laughs> you sicko. You sickos. That's my friend's girlfriend's wife. That's <laughs> disgusting. And by the way, I already have a picture of those feet. I don't need to look at them anymore. Just- do it in my private time. God. Statlander then charges into the ring and uses a fisherman's power bomb for a two count. Hmm. The alien then drags Baker to the corner to set up for a 450 splash. So Cole dives on top of his girlfriend that to try awesome. to prevent the splash, but Statlander just does it anyway. Yeah, that was good. She uh, tags in Cassidy and he immediately hits a beach break on Cole for a two count. Cole definitely got laid that night. Oh, yeah. For sure. So Orange then goes for his uh, Orange Punch, but Cole rolls out of the ring. So he goes to punch through the ring and eats a super kick. Cole goes for a Panama Sunrise, but Statlander throws Cassidy into the ring. So Statlander is then hit with a Canadian Destroyer on the ramp by Britt Baker. I love that. That looks so good. So awesome. Back in the ring, Cole uses the Panama Sunrise, but for a two count. The heels then grab the timekeeper's table and they set it next to the ring. Cole goes in the ring and Baker gets on the apron in front of the table. Cassidy then charges for his orange punch, but Cole ducks. And even though Orange Cassidy tried to stop himself, he hits <coughs> Britt Baker by mistake and sends her through the timekeeper's table. She's dead. Yep. But in actuality, just a flesh wound. The referee quickly leaves the ring and calls over for medical attention. Back in the ring, Adam Cole's lost his mind. He low blows Cassidy and then uses the boom knee shot after taking down his knee pad. He screams to the ref to get in the ring and he pins him for the victory. That's his uh, setup move is the low blow. He's China now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, ju- we just saw her do it before. Of course. Yeah. After the match, Cole heads to the outside to check on his girlfriend and helps her to the back. And goes home and gets late. Oh, of course. Yeah. And now we've got another promo. This time, it's featuring Chris Jericho and Proud and Powerful. Eddie Kingston injured last week at the hands of Daniel Garcia and 2.0. Next week, that trio is going to be facing the inner circle. You know, I really don't give a rat's ass about Eddie Kingston. Eddie, as far as I'm concerned, you can G-F-Y. But 2.0 and Garcia... Chris, Chris, with all due respect... You might not care about Eddie Kingston, but we do. So tread carefully when you mention his name. Not only that, Chris, but actually, 
Eddie made a comment last week that rings some truth. Maybe you are the reason why we're not the tag champs. Huh? Everybody from the elite, the pinnacle, now Garcia and 2.0, we've been fighting your battle since day one. Uh -huh. When have you had our back? Huh? Every week Wait, I've had whoa, 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 whoa. When have you had our back truly, Chris? Maybe next week we'll prove that we don't need you to win. Maybe next week we'll focus more on us instead of this. Feel me? No, I don't feel you. I don't feel nothing. Hmm. Inner circle's breaking up, baby. Here it comes. Here it comes. Can we get Jericho back as a heel? That'd be great. He was a great heel. Yes. This is boring. This, this is very this, boring. This pseudo face turn. Mm hmm And now we go to another promo, this Oof. time featuring Adam Cole. Told you. I warned you. Victorious tonight with Dr. Britt Baker over Chris Statlander and Orange Cassidy, but Dr. Britt took quite a fall. Get out, now. Orange Cassidy has been a thorn in my side for far too long, and then, and then he decides to put his hands, his hands on my girlfriend. Orange, I've done everything. I've beaten you in singles competition. I've beaten you in a mixed tag team match. Uh, what more do I need to do? And then it hit me. Uh, because next week is beach break. And next week, instead of you being a thorn in my side, I am going to destroy you. Because I propose next Wednesday, it's Adam Cole versus Orange Cassidy. And in anything goes, no disqualification, lights out match. I can't stand to look at your stupid face any longer. So it's about damn time I end your pathetic Kill. All right. Lights out. Respect my authority. He's going to lose. <laughs> you think? <laughs> yeah, I'm calling it right uh, now. I don't know. I don't think so. Well, this is this will be like the third of their three matches, and I think Cole's won the last two, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. Oh, shit. All okay. Right. So let's just move on. God Ma damn it. Match number two. Sean Spears versus CM Punk. And MGF has decided to come out for this match. He's joining the announce team. Mm -hmm. He doesn't even need to be there because as soon as the bell rings, Sean Spear charges, and he's hit with the GTS for the, <laughs> for the win. Stupid. Oh, man. After the match, while Punk is celebrating, MGF tries to sneak behind him. But Punk catches him. Punk turns around and grabs Max by his scarf, <laughs> but he escapes, leaving his scarf in the hands of Punk. <clears throat> so Punk is left in the ring along with his trophy, and the two men stare each other down. <laughs> so funny. And that's an expensive scarf. Yeah, scarf. yeah, yeah. Burberry scarf's like a thousand something dollars. Are you serious? I'm gonna look it up right now. Can you filibuster? If you if you wear a thousand dollar scarf, you need to have a long, hard look. Burberry your... classic scarf, checker cashmere scarf, which one he has. Four hundred and seventy dollars. Right. It's not a thousand. It's still too much for a scarf. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. They have they have one. They have scarves on here that are oh oh my god a Dior Dior like the mm -hmm. uh, women's cashmere scarf one thousand three hundred dollars. Fuck off. For a scarf. Fuck off. You know what scarf I have? I got it free at a Devils game <laughs> for signing up for there you go with Ford to do the in game promo. I told you I did that once, right? Yeah. I was the puck guy. 
Nice. They had to get me. Out, they had to really get me out of that freaking puck suit. That thing was tight, but it was fun. <laughs> Did it stink? Oh, it was awful. Ugh. I got second place, so I got like a prize pack. My buddy got first place. I knew I wasn't going to beat him because he was quick. Mm-hmm. So I just blocked the third guy behind me and went, go, go, go. Nice. Teamwork. Teamwork makes the dream work. Backstage, Billy Gunn stops Christian in the parking lot and mm-hmm. says it's time for his sons to get a shot at the tag titles. Christian says he knows his sons are talented, but when the lights are brightest, they can never get that statement win. Just like Billy. He says the apple is a far, far from the tree and tells him to make make a statement, and then they'll talk. The gun club then attacks Christian from behind, and Billy throws him to a door. Statement made. Says says Austin Gun. Yeah, all right. We then go to the ramp, and Cody appears. And then we go to a commercial break. (laughs) That's what they do. They literally go to a commercial break to show you what's going to happen on the Go Big Show. Oh, my God. They should, that show does look cool, though. Yeah, but they got a Snoop Dogg and brought in T-Pain. Okay, I'm done. I mean, I like T-Pain. He's not bad. But come on, it's Snoop Dogg. Snoop Doggy Dog. Not a fan. Doggy style. Not a fan. So, uh, then we get back for break. He's in the ring. Fuck. And uh, you said you got four minutes of this? Yeah, four whole minutes. Uh, so, he makes fun of Redragon. He makes fun of WWE. And then he starts talking about his match. Is that what we got? His match with Cody? Or, uh, excuse me, with Sammy? Let's hear it. You want to ask why I won't turn heel? It's because you cheered me when I needed the most. When it said there is more than one royal family in wrestling, I am talking about me and all of us. People talk about the forbidden door. It's a proper noun. It's vernacular. But if you're an industry journalist who covers what we do, and you disagree with anything that I say here tonight, you're not a journalist. As this generation likes to say, check the receipts, check the dates. Before there was a forbidden door, I was the one who built it. That the Young Bucks last week in the opening segment almost started the Wednesday Night Wars all over again. And listen, I know Red Dragon graduated hip toss class with flying colors, but I don't need to see the Bucks beat the developmental more than once. And then my friend, my Trelawney-like friend in Ricky Starks, my real-life friend, gets into a tiff with Jay Lethal. Word to the wise, the lethal injection is the one cutter in the business that people don't kick out of. Avoid, avoid, avoid. And then one of the most talented wrestlers on the planet you're gonna see later, Malachi Black. A guy who hung two losses on my name and everybody knows I hate to lose. A man who needed no help added insult to injury by getting help in the form of just this size and speed and strength. And I know we're not in the business of renaming people like 
Gunner McGillibuddy or whatever the hell it is. But not just speed and strength, balls. Because if you come to AEW and you call yourself Brody, you've got balls. And I'll let you find out in eight years what a mistake that was when that kid shows up. But speaking of Brody, speaking of Darby, of Miro, and of the TNT champion, Sammy Guevara. These are men, a lineage, a legacy of champions who taught you what you had been taught against. Everyone had been conditioned for 20 years that any title that doesn't have the world world in it is a secondary belt. But we don't have secondary belts. The only way it's secondary is because right now, there's two. I think it's pretty clear what we do. I know Tony Khan has sent a contract in the mail to Sammy Guevara and myself. Maybe it's not the contract I wanted. But Sammy, at this point, beach break, two titles, one champion. Wow. So... Okay. What was the point of that? I don't know. It is self-indulgent bullcrap. Yeah, I hate it. I, hate I him. know that his contract has lapsed. They should just let it lapse and go away. He's a free agent. Go to WWE, paint your face, be Stardust again. He'll never do that. No, he won't. But and I, I don't blame him. I would never go back either. I just, <clears throat> I just don't want to hear this anymore. I, mean, I will. <laughs> this is why I won't turn. We. This is what they. I don't know what they're doing with this guy. He sucks. He does. And he had such promise. I mean, we liked him for a while. And now it's 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 self-indulgent bullcrap. I mean, the fans, it's kind of split down the middle for the live audience. Oh, well, you know, you hear a lot more boos and you hear cheers for him. And in, in the beginning, there was this one guy who kept saying, Shut the fuck up, Cody! Yeah. And you hear it. Clearly, you hear it. Oh, yeah. He, but the, then towards the end, a lot of the fans were cheering him. Yeah. They were, but uh, I still think the vast majority is booing him, and he's not winning the audience over. No, and, and it, you know and, he's he's divided them, and they're in Washington D.C. right now. The you com- know the communist state of Washington D.C. They also, you know, he was also getting booed in Atlanta, which is his hometown. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. So I don't know what we're doing here. I don't know what Tony Khan's doing with it because Tony Khan is taking full reins of creative. I mean, they've got some say, but he's 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 running the show. So I don't know what's going on here. Tony, Tony, reach out to Tony. me and tell me what you're Tony. thinking. Tell me what what the game plan is. I won't tell. I promise. You know what they have to do? They have to bring in a different Tony to run things. Tony D'Angelo. Tony D'Angelo, forget about it. Uh, hot take. I just read that WWE is not happy with them. 2.0. Yeah, because it sucks. They're, yeah, yeah they, they ruined it. They they have uh, did not expect it to be as bad as it is. What, you didn't think the rainbow colors and the stupid bullshit you're, you're doing? You're changing Walter's name to Gunther. Gunther? Are you kidding you're, me? And 
trying to trademark Gunther Stark, which was a Nazi U-boat commander during World War II, and that's what you were going to change his name to? Gunther Stark? Hey, WWE, there's this little thing that's it's kind of noobs. Maybe you didn't hear about it. It's called fucking Google. Seriously. Google the name oh God. for crying out loud. This is what happens when Cody comes on our show. Like, it makes us angry. And we want to <laughs> lash out. Yeah. It makes me want to punch babies. It makes me so mad. Well, I would never uh, punch. Baby punching mad. <laughs> you're you're a maniac. Bro. Now we go backstage again. Jade Cargill uh, gets challenged by... Um, oh, God. I'm so mad I can't even read my notes correctly. Anna J for the TBS title. Anna Jade. Oh, God. <laughs> now we're going to go to match number three. Oh, wait. If they were a couple, that'd be their name. <laughs> Anna Jade. Anna Jade. The House of Black. Malachi Black and his big boy. Mm-hmm. Versus the Varsity Blondes. What's his name? Something uh, McGillicuddy or something? <laughs> <laughs> the House of Black wins after hitting their tag team finisher, the Dante's Inferno. Mm. I, wow. I like it. After the match, uh, Black gets on the mic. Then he's interrupted by Pac in a very strange video package. Very weird. And then... Th- it's very. It's filmed very weird. Yes, it is. Uh, I did one of the cameras stop working. It, it kind of looked like it. Because then all of a sudden they go to the very high up shot, and uh, then he storms off and he leaves. Bob, it's art. Yeah. Don't criticize art. It's fart. It's more like it. <laughs> oh God, boy, oh boy. Now we go backstage to uh, Trant and his buddy. Oh, you mean Rapungai Vice? Rapungai Vice. Let's hear it. Young Bucks, we're live. Where are you? This is going to work. Trust me. How are they not here right now? Guys, this is set up for the Young Bucks. Well, now it's set up for Rapungai Vice, Brandon. And you know what? You better keep that camera rolling or we're going to kick your ass. Dude, come on. They bully him all. Brandon, we're sorry. Is it okay if we just uh, do a thing Uh, right now? Sure, I guess. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been losing yeah, so much. Yeah, week after week, the best friends have been losing against the elite, and we're tired of it. And I just got back from Japan. I was in the Tokyo Dome. I was feeling nostalgic. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Hey, you remember the time that we beat the Young Bucks for the IWGP Junior Tag Team yeah, Titles yeah. in Tokyo?" Real Goku too. Yeah, we beat them like three times. That's right, times. thirty thousand people plus. So I was thinking, we are the guys to beat the Young Bucks. Easy, easy. So Bucks. We're putting out the challenge this Friday night on Rampage where Pungi Vice reunites for one more night. All right, you can turn off that stupid camera, Brandon, because we're done here. Come on. Brandon, thank you. You're doing great. We really appreciate what you do. Thanks. It was a pleasure yeah. working with you. Yeah, real nice work with you, too. Yeah. What, is going to kill me? So turn it off, bro. Yeah, I guess it's done, right? Landon sucks. <laughs> Screw you, Landon. So now we're going to go to match number four. Lance Archer versus heavy metal Frankie Kazarian. Oh, before this match, Frankie Kazarian had to have his elbow drained. Yeah, it was gross. Yeah. I saw a picture of it. It, it looked really gross. Yeah, nasty. Lance Archer wins after hitting the blackout. Thank you. The match wasn't long. And you really didn't have to know anything besides Lance Archer winning. And after the match, Dan Lambert appears, and he cuts a promo. And Jay doesn't have this. One promo he doesn't have. <laughs> well, all they do is make fun of Hangman at a page. I have I have Jake and Hangman. Jake and Hangman? Jake Roberts. Yeah, let's hear it. 
Is that the one you're talking about? Uh, I don't know. Is it? Let's find out. Let's find out. The value of a man. Oh, this was is before the match. When he's under fire. Let's hear it anyway. What right. you gotta think about, cowboy, is who are you? Show us who you are. You're the champ. Cowboy. I bet you're like Clint Eastwood, probably allergic to horses. We're wasting time arguing whether I'm a real cowboy or not. You think Bob Orton spent eight days on the road and came home to herd cattle? Last week I said I wanted a challenger, and it seems like I've got one. This man right here does not wait the line anymore. You want a shot at the world championship? Come and take one. And if you want to fight, I'll bring one to you. You mean absolutely nothing to us. When it comes time, you bite the dust. And it's time. Good job, Jake. Nice. Good job. So, after the match, Dan Lambert's making fun of Hangman out of page. Yeah. Well, then, uh, Archer tosses Kazarian onto the ramp and goes to choke slam him off of it. But out comes Hangman out of page, and he gets in Archer's face. Page and slaps the crap out of Archer. Yeah, it's awesome. And they start trading punches and forearms. Archer goes to hit Page with a chair, but Hangman instead hits him with his boot. Uh, he then goes for the buckshot lariat, but Archer catches him, stops the buckshot lariat. So Hangman hits a series of elbows and clotheslines and knocks Archer to the floor. Nice. Backstage, Dante Martin says uh, Lee, Lee Moriarty and Matt Seidel are his brothers, and he's got their backs, at least until his brother returns from injury. Darius, right? Yes, whenever he actually shows up. He's been out for a while. Yep. And then we go to Ricky Starks. He says, Dante thinks everyone is his friend, but he'll still find out he's all alone. Hobbs says he better have someone watching his front, back, and sides, because Team Taz builds assassins. Shivani then interviews Red Velvet and Chris Statlander, but Layla Hirsch walks up and criticizes Statlander for being selfish, and she's the reason they lost on Rampage. Vel- uh, yeah. No. Yep. She is the reason they lost. Red Velvet tells her to calm down, but Layla tells her to shut up. Says she's always on Chris's side. Hirsch then attacks Velvet and then attacks Stantlander. And then, you, what the hell is this? I don't know. I, I, is this, I don't is know. this an AEW dark storyline that nobody cares about? Um. I, yeah. Yeah. Basically. Basically, that's what this is. So let's go to match number five. Let's. Sky Blue versus Serena Deeb. Who the hell are you? Deeb wins with the Serenity Lock. <laughs> what more do you need to know about this Nothing. match? Nothing. The match was not even five minutes long. Yes. Deeb wins. She yeah. fought somebody named Sky Blue. Sky Blue. Okay. This, the sky is blue. Hey there, sometimes Mr. Blue. Sometimes it's gray. Oh, God. Oh, boy. And now we get a promo from Dan Lambert and the Men of the Year. Yeah, I have that. John Moxley returns, and the locker room scatters like cockroaches when the lights come on when they hear he's looking for an opponent on Rampage. You know who didn't scatter? Me. All ego, Ethan Page. John Moxley, please do not let the fancies fool you or the $500 sunglasses because Ethan Page is up for the task. You guys can stop looking around for opponents for John Moxley, because in case you haven't been watching, while you've been gone, I've been racking up victories. Rankings. I got wins over Jericho in the inner circle. I have pinned Darby Allen. Do not take Ethan Page lightly. So Tony, if you're looking for this marquee match Friday for Rampage, look no further than all ego Ethan Page, your franchise player. Oh. 
I like how uh, Scorpio Sky makes it go black when he snaps his fingers. Yeah, I like that. It's a it's a really nice effect. It's cool. He's cool. We then learn that Matt Hardy has sold fifty one percent of the Hardy family office to Andrade. This was done. He will be the CAO, and Andrade will be the president of the AH excuse me AHFO. Andrade still wants Darby Allen, who he calls the little kid that works for Sting. <laughs> who is this? Who is this little kid? Who is this little boy he who follows me. around that pervert Sting? Yeah, he lives in the car with him. <laughs> they they sleep in the same room like Michael Jackson and drink Jesus juice. Like Michael Jackson and uh, the kid with the aftershave. Oh, God! I don't know what to do. See, I hope this is setting up. That Matt Hardy gets kicked out and then teams up with his brother. Yeah. And then we get the Hardy Boys reunion. Did Jeff sign? I thought he signed. I don't think he's... He can't sign. He's still going to non-compete. He, right now, they're wrestling together at independent shows in Massachusetts. Oh, okay. But they can't do any like major promotion. No. Gilbert's on the TV. <laughs> Gilbert. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> now we're going to go to the main event of the night, match number six. It's time. For the main event. And it's the acclaimed versus Sting and Darby Allen. And since the acclaimed is wrestling, we get a rap. There you go. Starcade 97. Oh, man. Didn't we just watch that recently? Like I, past month or so? I think we did. Well, before the match, the Sting, uh, the acclaimed attack Sting and Allen as they're coming to the ring. The acclaimed then wrap a chair around Darby's neck and slam him into a ring post. Nice. Uh, trainers then come down and take Allen to the back. The Bellfighter rings and Sting attacks. The acclaimed and the... And Alan is right now. What the? Hell? Oh my God! Gilbert's on the TV. They got sparklers. They do crappy sparklers. It's so funny. That's so good. And like I mentioned before, Darby is being helped to the back. Sting throws the acclaimed to the floor and throws them into the ring steps. We then get in the ring where Sting hits a stinger splash on both members of the acclaimed, but Bowens then pulls the top turnbuckle pad. And moves and Sting hits it. And then we go to a break. Watching Gilbert is very distracting. <laughs> it's so it's, funny. It's so good. <laughs> okay. Back from break, Sting hits a double clothesline on the acclaimed and puts Caster in a scorpion deathlock. Bowens hits Sting with a roaring elbow, but Sting refuses to let go. So Bowens super kicks Sting, and that causes the hold to break, and it knocks Sting to the floor. Caster then distracts the referee, and that allows Anthony Bowens to hit Sting with the boom box. He hit him with the boom? Yeah. It's all about the boom boom box. They claim then set up for a maneuver involving the ring steps, but they're interrupted by Darby. Darby flies off the stage and into Caster, knocking him off the steps. 
Allen then rolls Sting in the ring and tags himself in. Darby hits a coffin drop on the acclaimed to the outside. In the ring, Darby then lands a code red on Caster for two. Allen hits a series of coffin splashes and then locks Caster in a hanging guillotine submission. Max manages to fight out and gets in the corner to tag in Bowens. Bowens hits a series of strikes on Darby, followed up by Caster hitting the mic drop. They put the pin on, but Sting breaks it up. <coughs> Sting clotheslines Caster to the floor and then backdrops Bowens onto the ramp. Sting then dives off the stage and then use, using a stinger splash on Caster through the timekeeper's table. Cool. Darby then hits the stunner and a coffin drop for the win. Nice. Uh, the main event sucked. <laughs> On both shows so far. On both shows so far. <clears throat> this it's this was not entertaining. It was sloppy. Yeah, and it was boring. Not good. And which sucks because I really like the acclaimed. Yeah, I'm really over the sting and Darby shit. Yeah, I'm, yeah, it's it's done. You did it. Can we move on now? Are you gonna let his contract lapse sting, and that's how we're gonna get rid of him? You don't have to get rid of him. Just do something different. Yeah, if this is what you brought him in here to be a manager, basically a wrestling manager. Yeah, because he wrestles and he and he manages. Yeah, his uh his jump off the uh the stage onto the table was so disgustingly bad looking. Yes, he didn't even touch uh Caster. I know the whole match was bad. It was so bad. It was really bad. But the crowd was like, you still got it. Well, the Darby's over, Sting's over, the Acclaim's over. But, you know, you could be over, and if you you lay down a turd, it's still a turd. It's still a turd. And that's AEW Dynamite. There you go, people. So, uh, on to the next AEW, Rampage. So Rampage starts off with the in-ring return of John Moxley as he takes on all-ego Ethan Page. The match starts off with Mox and Page exchanging punches and kicks. At one point, Mox is laying on the timekeeper's table, and when he gets up from it, it snaps in half. <laughs> he didn't get put through it. He touched it. Yeah, it, he touched it and it and fell it apart. Obviously, it's, uh, it's a prop, but uh, it was still funny. So as the match goes on, Mox hits a series of German suplexes and then decides for whatever reason to go to the top rope. However, Page has been working on the knee of Mox as he is slow to get to the top. Page takes uh, advantage of this and he hits a real nice avalanche power slam. Page covers, but Mox counters with a crucifix pin, which turns into a bulldog choke as Page passes out. Love it. Aubrey calls for the bell. Mox is victorious in his return. Then Paige goes up to Mox for some reason, and Mox hits a paradigm shift. There you go. Mm -hmm. He leaves through the crowd, and as he gets to a clearing, Brian Danielson is waiting for him to greet him. Danielson claps for him and stares him down as Mox leaves. There's the next feud. That's a match I want to see. I want to see. I haven't seen yes. them in a while. Yeah. That, that'll be a good fight. Yep. So that's going to lead us into our first promo is from Jurassic Express or Jungle Express or who the fuck cares. You know what, Billy Gunn? You've been a salty old bitch since the day I met you. So the fact that you're so angry about your kids not being handed a title opportunity doesn't really surprise me. Not at all. And you guys crossed the line when you attacked Christian. Don't walk away from me. Who 
was right, by the way, when he said that the apples don't fall far from the tree. Because your little ass apples. boys are turning out to be just as entitled and sour as you are. And a title match should be the least of your concerns. Because when Christian gets back, we're not coming to wrestle you. We're coming to stomp your heads into the ground. Thank God um, Luchasaurus was there to contribute uh, to that. You missed the other part when you said apples, bananas, pears, lions. Mm. Jungle Boy, not bad, man. Not bad. He's his mic skills has they have gotten way better. I have a mic. <laughs> hey, Mike. <laughs> no, seriously, he's gotten really good. I didn't hate it. All right, next we have uh, Trent Beretta versus Nick Jackson of the Young Bucks. Match starts, and Nick immediately starts working on Trent's surgically repaired neck. Back from Pip and a commercial break, Trent clotheslines Nick and then hits a nice deadlift German suplex on Nick. Trent then hits a running knee to Nick's face for a two count. Trent then hits a tornado DDT, but Nick kicks out. Then Nick hits some, uh, some forearm shots. From the apron, followed by a, a six springboard Canadian destroyer for a near fall. That was nice. That looks really good. This match was good. Uh, the two exchanged German suplexes on each other. Then Trent hits a pile driver for a two count. And Trent then goes for another pile driver. This time on the ring apron. But Nick counters with a backdrop, followed by a moonsault off the top rope onto Trent, who is laying on the entrance ramp. Now, I want to say on the entrance ramp... Dynamite sometimes or Rampage they have uh, both the ramp that comes directly from the stage directly onto the ring yeah they have the straight ramp right the straight ramp Uh, back in the ring Nick hits a 450 splash on Trent for another near fall Nick then goes for a super kick but Trent ducks and hits a package pile driver for the win and now making her return to the microphone it's Mercedes Martinez Wow. We, yeah. We, we've missed her. And also Thunder Rosa. This is why I'm here. No one needs to know. All they need to know is that my first priority is taking out Thunder Rosa. Mercedes, you cost me the TBS title. Oh my, what the hell was that? How did it feel to see your dreams of being a champion slip away from yours truly? The OG badass Mercedes Martinez. Just as you think you're the OG of professional wrestling, adivina que señora OG. Tanda Rosa no se raja por ninguna. And I'm ready for you or anybody else that wants to mess with a mera mera. All right, on Raw right now, it was uh, when Val Venus comes out and he's, uh, what do you say, like provo- being provocative to Ken Shamrock's sister? Yes. Yeah. Now Ken Shamrock is beating him up. Yes, and his sister is quite nice looking. Oh, but very nice. Anyway, all right. After that, we have Hook versus Serpentico. So as Serpentico is being introduced and doing his streamers, you know the psh. Yes. <clears throat> Hook attacks him and hits a couple of Sayanagi takedowns followed by a violent STO. Serpentico is still wearing the uh, kimono and is all tangled up in those streamers. Like a lot. Hook then hits a belly-to-belly overhead release suplex, 
Hookton hits a standing red rum as Serpentico taps immediately. It was awesome. Then out uh, comes QT talking shit, and Hook just suplexes his dumb ass and walks over him and leaves like a boss. I loved it. Next, we have Mark Henry as he introduces the main event. Thanks, guys. Jay Cargill, you are 24-0. 24-0, baby. And a TBS champion. The first TBS champ. How do you feel about your competition tonight? And a banana? Let's just make this about me. I am undefeated, baby, and I am the first TBS champ. Anna should be elated that she has a spot on the main event. Jay, let me warn you one more time. I have a dark side to me. The street fights changed me. I choke people out. Tonight, TBS stands for that bitch Slayer. Slayer, show, show, and you better bring that Bob Wilder tonight. Oh, I don't need a thing. I don't have ribs. Billy Gunn is mooning Ken Shamrock's sister. And now Ken Shamrock is beating up Billy Gunn. Eh, it was the attitude era. What are you going to do? Because he's an ass man. It's time for the main... Oh, I guess He's just an asshole. Yeah, so Anna cuts a terrible promo. Oh, it's, oh, it's god-awful. I have a dark side. I have... I'm Mike. <laughs> I'm Mike. That's not going to get old for me. No. You should you should clip that. I, I want to hear I that. I will. I will. All right. After that, we have uh, that match for the TBS championship, the bat, the That Bitch Show championship, or That Bitch Slayer. <laughs> See what I did there? The match starts off with Anna going for a crossbody, but Jade catches her and then tosses her over her head. Jade get, Jade then gets cocky and starts flexing. Anna takes advantage of this and rolls Jade up for a two count. Jade then hits a big clothesline as Anna rolls out of the ring. Then Mark Sterling and Johnny have some words. Uh, Mark threatens to sue Johnny if he punches him. And then Jade steps up and her and Johnny start having a pose off. Both flexing their uh, double bicep poses. That was nice. Then Anna comes in with a running elbow on Jade. This leads us into a picture-in-picture. Picture. Back from that, Anna has Jade in a Queen Slayer, but Jade breaks the hold by dropping down as Anna gets guillotined on the top rope because she is standing on the outside of the ring apron. Anna then hits a series of thrust kicks followed by a flatliner on Jade. Then Smart Mark jumps up on the apron until Johnny comes over and hits a brain buster on him. Back in the ring, Anna puts Jade in a backslide for a two-count. But then Jade hits a huge pump kick, followed by a jaded attempt, but Anna counters that into a Queen Slayer, but Jade breaks the hold and is recovering in the corner. Then Anna goes for a running knee, but Jade catches her, gives her a little kiss on the cheek, and hits a huge pump handle slam, followed by Jaded for the win, and still, still, that is Rampage. I mean, you're not surprised. She's not going to lose this title anytime soon. I know. Even though she's terrible. Yeah, not great. I mean, her mic skills are are improving. Yeah, no, she's getting better for sure. But, you know, just some of the work is just not good. So that is going to lead us into news. All right, Bob, I'll start us off. Yeah, let's start us off. 
It's being reported that Stone Cold Steve Austin will be involved in WrestleMania in Dallas, Texas this year. So yeah, I told you. Just give me a stunner. Hell yeah. yeah. He's gonna, you know, we can't have Hulk Hogan. He's a racist. You come out. And... No middle fingers, though. We don't do that anymore. Yes. That was the attitude there. We're PG now. Can you just see, uh, give me a hell okay? Or how about a, how about a heck no? How about a, a heck maybe? Yeah. You know, just get them hope, some hope of maybe. You know, what? why would you say, place downstairs that's hot okay? <laughs> uh, according to Dave Meltzer of Wrestling Observer, he says Austin is probably going to be the host of WrestleMania and will most likely be on some shows leading up to it. I mean, if you're going to have WrestleMania in his home state, you better damn well have him there in some way. Oh, place downstairs, okay. Give me a hell, yeah. We don't what do you use hell. So, um, what you got? in a tweet posted Saturday, Leo Rush has revealed that his AEW contract expires next month. Really? I'm a free agent, while he- po- posting a uh, in his caption. Uh, on there. February 14th, 2022, my contract will expire with AEW, and I will become a free agent. For all booking inquiries, please contact my email at, and I'm not plugging it for you. No free plugs here. So he had, what, a, a one-year contract? He wasn't even there a year. He, yeah, he just he sh- got... He was showed up as the Joker, retired, and then came back. So everything he's done with that storyline with, what, Dante? Yeah. It's been taken over by Jay Lethal. All right, fine. Bruh. And right. it, I'm going to just finish my second oh, note because it kind of is kind of like the same. By all means. In addition to Leo Rush, multiple contracts are set to expire over the next 30 to 60 days. Uh, rumors are Brian Cage, Marco Stunt, and Joey Janela are amongst the names expected to have their contracts come up and and be allowed to expire. All three will be gone. And uh, I already know that Peter Avalon is gone. That sucks. I like Peter Avalon. Sexy Peter Avalon? Yeah. I just bring him on for Dark all the time. Yeah, that's good. That's all. All right, so uh, my next piece. Uh, Bubba Ray stated on Busted Open Radio that he would have liked to have seen Moxley give a little bit of an apology from him for letting everyone down. Bad take. I say fuck you, Bully Ray. No wonder why people like Devon better. Yeah. You want him to apologize for uh, having an illness and... Taking care of himself? Yeah, and wanting to be a better person for his his family? No wonder why people think you're an asshole. You're a piece of shit, dude. Seriously. Screw you. Uh, what's your next piece? You got another one? That's it. I'm, I'm done. All right. So it's being reported also, Bob, that The Undertaker will be in attendance at the Royal Rumble. Well, he's, really? At yes. the Royal Rumble? Yes. Uh, likely because his wife, Michelle McCool, will be in the Women's Royal Rumble match. So look for The Undertaker on Saturday. That's news. Let's go into some ratings here. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. This will be quick. Raw did 1.613 million viewers. It's about the same as last week. They drew a 0.43 in the key demo. It's up from last week's 0.39. They ranked number six on the night in viewership and number seven on the cable top 150. Yeah, cool. So kind of, you know, right where they're going to be for a while, I think. 
Dynamite, uh, over a million, 1.032 million viewers. It's up from last week's 969,000. They drew a .44 in the key demo. That's up from last week's .39. They ranked number 29 on the night in viewership and number one on the cable top 150. That's good. That's real good. Rampage wasn't out when I did this, so I don't have it. That's ratings. Money, I want my wrist to be filthy Pops with their retirement fund I can't shut till I'm 60 So what am I supposed to do? Roll it do Set it back in the pocket Sell I'm stuck and hold it do Main event sucked On both On shows. shows It's kind of surprising did it suck on a rampage? Yeah, who, nobody knows. Uh, it was all right. Uh, yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. M- main event were kind of bad all the way around. Sweep it. All three sucked. All right. Hottest female, Bob. Back to back weeks. I'm giving it to Maurice. All right. I don't care. She's she's so hot. Mine is Alexa Bliss. Uh, yeah, the crazy doesn't do it for me anymore. She's uh, what's her name? The Joker's girl. What's She's trying name? to be Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. Yeah, hottest male. Oh, that's a that's a tough one there. There's a lot of good competition. Going with Hook. Tremperetta. Tremperetta looks really good. Best. Oh boy, I can't believe I have this down. Best promo. There is no best promo. I have for Punky Vice. <laughs> Uh, I enjoyed it. There's, there, who the hell are you? <laughs> yes. yes. Who the hell are you? Oh, I gotta, gotta do that. Fuck me up. All right. <laughs> for Punky Vice. Okay. Who, what do you got? For best promo? Yeah. Who the hell are you? Oh, no. oh that's your best. There is no best promo. All right. Uh, worst promo. I have the mic. The mic. I have the mic. It's really nice. It's very bad. That's the same. Uh, best segment. Was there one? No, there wasn't. They were all bad. Worst segment. Uh, Cody Rhodes. <laughs> Cody yes. Rhodes. Check. Best match. I'm curious what you take on this. Oh, that's tough. Because there's a lot of short matches. There isn't really a lot of good matches. There's one that was really, really, really good. I'm just going to go with uh, Britt Baker and uh, Adam Cole oh. versus Cassidy and Statlander. It was Trent versus Nick Jackson. That match was slamming, dude. It was a really good match, but it's not what I wanted. I wanted Rapunky Vice, and I know we couldn't get it <laughs> because what's-his-name's got COVID. Oh, shit. All right, worst match, I have Omos versus Reggie. That was, yeah, that was Two almost. seconds. Oh, man. It was almost a match. <laughs> <laughs> that was almost my pick. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, going, with, um, I'm going with the main event of Dynamite. What was that? It's Darby Allen and Sting oh, versus yeah. the Acclaimed. All right. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, best show. I have Rampage. It's got to be Rampage. Yeah, it has to be. It's, it was the... It was... Oh, yeah. Rampage. Best overall wrestler? It's Hook for me. Yes. He's so freaking badass, man. It's, he is. Yeah, I'll, I'll sweep that. Hook. He's so good. It's Hook. Hook. All right. There's nothing else, right? We're going right to the end now. Yeah, all right. Here we go. Hello, ladies. 
Salute. So that's you the, made a burp. That's the show. Say excuse me. I said excuse me. Now, uh, time for our socials. You can look us up on Facebook at... Uh, you sure can. Backyard Podcast. You sure can. And on Instagram, Backyard Wrestling Pod. One on Twitter, Backyard Marks. And email backyardpod at yahoo.com. We're going to start doing t-shirts again. We got stickers. Yeah, when it gets nice out, it's so cold here. It's so cold. Oh, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Yep, my little puppy don't like it. Oh, can I mention not? He's doing great, by the way, dude. I heard he's big. He's gotten big. Cut, go through the house when you leave. You'll, you, you can see him. A little tank. He uh he knows come. He knows he knows sit uh, down. He's already got out of the... Uh, see, when we eat dinner, our dogs are not allowed in the, in the dining room. And we use that little uh, threshold piece there yeah. as the boundary. He's already got that down. That's that smart dog. This dog is so freaking smart. It's ridiculous. And uh, yeah, it's going great. He's growing good. It's a handsome devil. He's got green eyes now. Green eyes that look right through your soul. And his name is Yogi. He's coming for you. See ya. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Tozawa, you said you like me on Twitter. I'm not going to hurt you right now, because I could. Look at that knockoff Versace, bro. Look at this. You see that? That's Versace, kid. What are you wearing, a scuba shirt? What size shirt is that, a schmedium? the hell out of here. Hey, Mufasa, your parents did you a bigger injustice than I ever could when they named you after the Lion King, kid. You're going to touch me on MC Hammer, kid. You can't touch this. Why don't you bust the move for me? I know you're good at it. What's your future looking like? Mask on. Mask off. Sweet mohawk. Mine's a lot better. The keyboard out? What you want to do, bro? What, you want to hurt me? You want to hit me? You want to be out on the streets and homeless? Is that it? You already look like you're homeless. You got more abs than you do brain cells, Tony Nese, you schmuck. Same goes for you, garden gnome. I'll kick you across the lawn. What's up, teacup? You want to lay a hand on me? Why don't you hop in your DeLorean and go back to the future? That's right. Dressed like a 1930s paperboy. You look like a hobo. All right? Yeah, you get more money sitting outside this arena Begging for change and you would if you stepped in this ring because I got zero dimes for you, kid. Look at this. Oh, you want to touch me? Gabagulak. Gabagulak. Captain Underpants. Good. I'm glad you put a suit and tie on. You should go sit next to Corey Graves behind the announce desk. Kid, I got more hair on my chest than you got on your face. So before you step in this ring, make sure you present an ID because I don't want to have to assault a minor. <laughs>